Attention all students. Class is in session. With your hosts, Pat and George. That'll teach ya. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That'll Teach ya, the podcast that aims to cover all the things that school just didn't. I'm your co-host, Patrick Johnson, and with me I've got my other co-host, George Lamone. George, how are you, mate? Mate, I'm unreal. Another fantastic episode ahead of us today. Um, got, who have we got on? Who have we got on? Paulina from The Social Edit, um, who focuses at social media marketing company. Um, so it's going to be perfect episode for anyone that has a small business, wanting to grow, having more of a sort of social media marketing presence, or even someone that's sort of in that industry looking to sort of branch out and do something themselves so that's yeah really excited mate mate sounds like it's going to be an absolute cracker let's get into it <laughs> let's do it that'll teach you paulina thank Hello. you for joining us thanks thank you for, for joining having us. me guys welcome to that'll teach you <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully, I teach you a thing or two. Well, I, <laughs> teach our listeners I dare say <laughs> you've taught us quite a lot in the short time we've known you, and you've been looking after uh, our own social media you stuff. Had, you had big shoes to fill. Did I? You my- replaced George, who uh, <laughs> did a did a real once, and we deleted it because it, it went nowhere. Ah, <laughs> uh, had a crack. Had a crack. That's All you can thing. do is try. Oh, that is correct. That At is least correct. you gave it your best shot. Exactly. Then you realised you needed me. That's it. <laughs> we had to call in the big guns, and uh, you've delivered so far. Uh, for those of you that do follow our social media, you've probably seen the great work. That Paulina does um, through her company, The Social Edit. Now, Paulina, give us the story of how did Social Edit begin? Give us the origin. Yeah. um, Well, The Social Edit edit itself is super, super new. Uh, Coming into our third month um, as a business itself. So we are super fresh and it was an idea that I guess I've kind of had in the back of my mind for quite some time now. I've been in like the social media space ever since I finished uni and I think while I was at uni I just really decided how much I loved the marketing and the creative space itself Um, so I knew as soon as I finished that that's where I really wanted to get into and worked with a couple of um, like fashion businesses in the social media space Um, and yeah when that kind of finished I decided I was kind of at a crossroads of whether I wanted to go ahead and you know work for another business or do something for myself and you know as you can see here I've you know started the social edit and ever since starting it has just like really taken off and I've honestly like never been happier so yeah essentially we're like a social media marketing agency um, specializing in small businesses and just growing their uh, yeah, social media presence, their digital presence um, as much as we can. I mean, it, it must be quite a hard thing and I'm sure there's lots of people in the same boat to take that risk to leave a, a pretty oh, stable yeah. income. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, your PAYG, you're getting a paycheck each, each week and you go, right, I'm going to risk that all and whatever progression you had in, in your last job to, to start something yourself. Absolutely. I think that was the biggest thing. I'm, I'm the type of person that like panics when I don't have a plan. <laughs> like I need to have a plan. Otherwise, yeah. like 
everything just goes off the rails for me. So that was exactly where I was at. And for me, it was so much like, okay, I can either make a decision to just Mm. go ahead and work with another business and I've got the experience, I know I'll find somewhere or I can do something for me. And that was, yeah, I kind of teetered on that for a couple of weeks and then spoke to a couple of people and was like, no, I've got to do it. I've got to take the risk. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It's one of those things like when you do it, one, your work-life balance seems to improve because you've got that control over it. I think that's a really big thing for do people. Do you mean like flexibility? Yeah, flexibility yeah, yeah. In, in your life to be able to go, I still work hard if not double yeah, as hard. Yeah. But, Let me tell you. <laughs> but it's for me, right? Like it's not – I'm not, you know, bleeding for someone else's company yeah. or yeah. someone else's You're happy to put goal. that effort in and you're and happy to do – And the way I thought yeah. about it was as well, like I've always – I've always worked in Sydney. Like I'm, you know, I'm from Show Harbour. So yeah. I've always worked in Sydney and you're driving a it's minimum a of an hour and a half, minimum an hour and a half to get to work and back mm. – Putting that kind of that you know that's three hours a day just in travel. So and you can only and listen to too many podcasts. So many like, exactly yeah. right. <laughs> so for me, it was you know let's put that three hours extra a day like into you know what I'm doing and yep. put that invest that in myself and you know I think so far it's paid off. <laughs> Most definitely. I guess take us back a little bit. So when you obviously started social edit, how long did the process take? Like in terms of planning and everything that went to it just like I said I think I had the idea in the back of my mind for you know a little bit longer than I'd like to say like I was definitely Mm. at my last job and I like things were changing you know in my workplace and I started to feel that you you know when you get that just like feeling of panic like you know in your throat where you know something has to change but you just don't know what it is yet that's exactly where I was at and I was kind of thinking like this would have been like maybe like a month or two while I was still at my job. And I knew that things were, yeah, changing within the business. And I just, it was just like a fleeting thought in my mind, like maybe you should start your own thing or maybe Mm. you should look for something else, you know. But you put it in the back of your mind type thing. I think once, you know, it was the week that I left my job it was, I have to be honest, it was quite a quick turnaround. Yeah, right. I had spoken to, you know, my mum, who's a business owner. I spoke to um, my, you know, my fiancé that, <laughs> that is, you know, was a business owner and, um, you know, really close friends, Steve, yeah. um, who's, you know, a really quite successful business owner, I would say. Definitely. Um, and just kind of, yeah, got that advice from them on like where my head was at and then obviously went from there. I'd say from finishing my last job and the day that I like launched the social edit, yeah. honestly, I'd probably give it like three to four weeks. Wow. wow. I mean, like, for people that weren't as prepared for you, I mean, you'd obviously been sitting on that for a long time. What advice would you give to them before they pull the trigger and go, right, I'm done with this job, I've quit and I'm starting this one? Should they have done some background work or what What do you feel like is a right amount of thought? For me, I'm I'm a big list person. If I have an idea, I write everything down. Like you should see my notebook. It's absolutely horrific. <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> it scares me. I'm the type of person that just writes everything down. The biggest thing that 
I like the biggest advice I could give is just let give yourself like 15 minutes of just you and a notepad and just write your ideas down like yeah. whatever it is it doesn't matter how wild it might be write it down don't look at it and then the next day have a look look at your notes like see what you've like kind of like what's come to mind and like from there that like that's where really I had put like I'd even put podcast on it like I just like wrote we make dreams come <laughs> true here at <laughs> manifestation baby yeah. I literally just wrote whatever I thought came to mind in like what I would be interested in what I wanted to do and kind of went from there obviously like a marketing agency was there so then off that like what I'm interested in what I would really like dream companies I would love to work with or work for and kind of expand from there once you have like a little tiny foundation you can build on what stands out but just letting the ideas come out of your brain that's that's what I did and kind of just yeah worked with myself on that. So if we're talking about marketing strategies and whatnot um, in terms of what you do essentially. Obviously, TikTok is probably more the prevalent sort of marketing strategy out there at the moment for small businesses and such. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, TikTok's um, everywhere. Love TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually thinking do. of getting a Pat and George TikTok. <laughs> yeah. we <laughs> Potentially. potentially. We're, we're thinking of it, but I am highly <laughs> against it in terms of... Hey, you love seeing yourself on camera. Stop it. <laughs> uh, it's hard when you're this good looking, <laughs> oh, you know. Walk straight to that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> um, but yeah, how effective um, do you think it is and what makes an effective sort of TikTok account? I think, like, personally, I absolutely love TikTok. Out of the, you know, two main platforms, Instagram and TikTok, I spend more time on TikTok myself. So I think as a platform, it's brilliant. Uh, It's so in the moment. Mm. I think when you think of Instagram, it's beautifully curated. You can, you know, still have some fun with it and, like, be really organic. But for the most part, you have to, you know, show off your brand itself whereas tiktok is so just if something's trending or if something's funny it like you can just post something and no one cares like literally no one cares so exactly funny i read an article i mean like you would have been the same growing up when we were all going through high school instagram was just sort of blooming into this everybody had instagram it was almost like to be blue down the bottom do you remember that Oh, vaguely, but I, I, I remember. Don't you remember yeah. that? Yeah, vaguely, like with the search vaguely, button and stuff. Yeah. Yes, that was the OG Instagram. Like I remember, it, like it used blue. to be like Instagram became what Facebook and MySpace yeah. were through that. And now I actually read an article the other week that just said, uh, "Give it up, Instagram. You're no longer cool anymore." And you know, it just TikTok's definitely yeah, it's, the yeah. cool platform. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think that it's it is such a growing platform. I have to like play like a bad guy though I don't think TikTok's for everyone mm-hmm. as a like as a small business I really like just because something is trending and cool doesn't yeah. mean you have to be a part of it I yeah, mean agree. I wasn't in the cool club at school and I still thought I was pretty neat but I just yeah I don't think that TikTok's for everyone it like yeah it doesn't you don't have to have it just because it's the next best thing I definitely think it depends on uh, what clientele you're trying to a- attract as well. Um, for us personally, like we've thought about 
doing one for the broking side of things and there's already a pretty crowded space out there with those finance guys and doing the some quick of tips the, and all that sort yeah, of stuff. Some like, of it yeah. to me just seems a little bit cringe, cringe. you know, and like it's giving try hard. Yeah, yeah. and it, it probably works for a lot of those people, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we like to have fun with things, but yeah. I feel like what we're saying is pretty valuable education and, you know, should have an element of seriousness to it. So, um, you know, we like doing our reels on Instagram and, and things like that because we feel like we're not, we like making memes and having fun, but yeah. when we're, we're talking about information, it, it, you like making I like memes. Ma- I like making memes. I, I've had a few knocked back. For anyone that sees any of the memes on our Instagram page, it is all Pat. You're welcome. <laughs> but it's, it's an interesting debate because I'm sure a lot of the guys that do the finance stuff on TikTok say it's their best way of generating leads. And I, I don't know how accurate that is. Just because something goes viral does not mean you're going to get a sale from it. It just means it's gone viral. Um, I think that, yeah, I I don't necessarily think that every single business has to have a TikTok account. I think if you're, you know, in the fashion space or even the beauty space, there's definitely a place for you Um, and you can really hop on board so many trends and, Mm. you know, you could get influencers involved and you can kind of, there's that, uh, space for it. it doesn't matter how oversaturated it might be like you always have a possibility to go viral on tiktok yeah. what what does viral like mean like is there like a certain i think there's like a set mm, number like, like is there a measure no it's just i just feel like it's a general have you seen this video yeah i've seen that of course i've seen that video you know like yeah. that that sort of i think it yeah. can also like you can have like a video go like mini viral Mm. like for example on tiktok like i literally have like 200 followers like it's nothing it's just my personal tiktok that like i just have fun with but i've got you know a couple of tiktoks that have over a hundred thousand views so it's like some would consider like a mini viral like it's done well for the amount of like followers that i have i think that you know, you can have your small wins. I feel like if my mum sends it to me, then it's gone viral. <laughs> that is the definition of global that is viral. The that is the measure. 100%. <laughs> I mean, all right, so there's that whole debate. I mean, with TikTok, it's, I guess what you're saying is very heavily dependent on what your business is I and what your goal is. I think it depends on the business. So what would be three tips then? Let's just take TikTok out of the equation. Someone started a new business. They're not 100% sure whether TikTok's for them, let's say regardless of what social media platform you're posting on, what are the three best tips you've got for people starting out just in, with social media marketing in general? Okay, biggest thing, first thing that comes to mind is consistency is key. Yeah. I think it's the first, the very first thing that I said to you guys when we first sat together. <laughs> we did not have that. We hadn't posted in six months or something when we sat down. And the down. post before that was like, like why four isn't it working? Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, that is the one thing that I can like scream from the rooftops. Consistency yeah. is key. And it doesn't matter if, you know, people say that, Instagram has this algorithm where you have to post every day to reach new audiences. It's a, like a mm. load of bull. You, If you are posting consistently, mm. you will reach people. If it's three times a week but you're consistently posting on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday or a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday or a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm. if you're consistently posting, Instagram's back end will 
notice that you are consistently posting. Yep. So just have have some consistency. Um, the other thing that I would say is for those days that you're not necessarily posting or, you know, if you only are choosing to post twice a week or something, but you are consistently posting twice a week, don't be afraid to jump on stories, you know. It's a great way to still, yeah, engage with your audience in a way that doesn't have them, you know, looking at something on your feed. Mm. Um, I think it's a great way to kind of show off your personal brand as well. And I'm sure that you guys have seen me on the social edit stories, like, hey, yeah. guys, here's what I'm doing today. It shows, it gives you a little bit of a, you know, who is the social edit or, you know, what we're up to today. Yeah. Um like what we've done on our on Mortgage Choices Instagram, you know, a little sneak peek into our podcast space, mm. something like that, it, like little teasers. It makes people wonder or question like, oh, what are they up to? No. And then jump onto the page and kind of have a little bit of a gaze. Um, we should definitely do an Instagram story now or something. Yeah, well, we, we, yeah, yeah. Sam, yeah. Sam the cameraman. That's Sam the cameraman. Sam the cameraman, <laughs> please. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I guess it adds that, little bit of almost uh, the persona of celebrity, right, is you're projecting yourself as someone important or because normally people wouldn't give a stuff what you're doing at 8 p.m. on a Monday night, yeah. right? But yeah. if you're making a point of posting it where in a public forum on a brief 10, 20-second snippet, people go, well, it must be something worth looking at, right? Yeah. And I think that element of celebrity is something that only used to be available if you're on, you know, the front page or had an article written about you in Absolutely. a newspaper or it's almost the equivalent of having a little story or, or something like that. The only way you can used to be able to get that sort of, you know, rush or notoriety mm. of what you're doing or something important was to be on a forum that was broadcast to a lot of people yeah and, and, and I like to think of it as well like your Instagram feed is you know everyone says it's almost like your highlight reel like yeah. mm. it's not you're not showing obviously you're not showing yourself like at 10 p.m like no makeup on like your hair is a mess and you're in bed like mm. you're not going to show that when you're not going to post a photo of yourself with a like massive pimple on your forehead and <laughs> you know on your feed so that it's there forever yeah you, but it, you know, you can make your feed look super aesthetic and super pretty and, you know, you're targeting the right people and you're doing everything that, you know, you want to do strategy-wise, but then your stories, you can kind of have fun. Like, mm. you know, show people what you're having for lunch. Like, show off your dog. Like, people want to yeah, see I stuff agree. like that. Yeah. Makes it, you more human. It does. You know, yeah, and I, I think that's things. where people become super more engaged because they realize that you are a human and yeah. like they can connect with you and so important yeah especially I, in, big time. in our business when we're talking about such daunting things yeah. and such serious yeah, things, things all like the time really people want to people want to you know connect with with you about that if they're going to talk and about that's what their makes finances. people feel more at ease as well yeah definitely. like if they get to to know that's where trust is built from as well like definitely. if they get to see you not just as a picture on a so we've got post, we've got top tip consistency. We've yeah. got post and use your stories. Show people that sort of light and dark, and give yourself yeah. a bit of humanization. I mm. guess what what's tip number three, Paulina? Tip number three, I think I would say. I mean, I I would like to say like have a plan in place. I think you know it just makes. There's for me, there's nothing worse than like not knowing like what you're posting that day or just and that's where, you know, you will start to lack with consistency, time management, organization, all that type of stuff. If you have a plan in place, everything else will come a lot easier. So even, you know, even if you didn't 
outsource a social media agency or anything like that. Have a plan in place of the things that you want to achieve that month for your socials. Like, There's plenty of like um, software Absolutely. Out there that help God, you like yeah. plan it and schedule it and yeah, I'm, I've seen you show you us. can use like you can use later you can yeah. use Planoli there's so many you can you use know. the social edit <laughs> yeah. that's, that's <laughs> the option I went yeah you can use so many platforms where you can really like plan what you want your socials as a small business to look like and kind of you know fill in the blanks from there even if it is two posts a week that's you know a month is four weeks that's eight you know is that eight weeks that's eight posts yeah, that's yeah. eight posts that you need to plan for that yeah. like you can do that in half an hour 100%. and then you know obviously it gets a bit deeper than that but just like a really basic plan and that's going to make your consistency that's going to make your job a lot easier you've got to start from somewhere yeah you have to start from somewhere of course so I guess this is a completely different sort of question but what's uh, what has been the most one of the most challenging experiences you've had with a client and maybe don't mention Patty in this because I know he's given you many. Um, but and if you're able to overcome it, how did you? Um, well, I have these. Actually, clients. you can. I, I take that back. You can use Patty because I know how difficult it is. Yeah, don't name any of your other clients. <laughs> pain in my backside. What you took on another mortgage broking client? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just not even client specific. What what has been your biggest challenge starting yeah. starting a business and you know trying to grow it? Yeah. Is, is is a good I think for me it's definitely, you know, sometimes I, I have a hard time saying no. Mm. So for me, I have had, you know, I'm so grateful with the type of, you know, the response that I've had to, since opening the business. And I've had so many clients reach out to me, like to, you know, take on their business and take on more work. And for me, I find it so hard saying no. I had, you know, a cafe reach out to me the other day and I got like, I'm at the point where honestly, like, I don't know if I can take on by myself another yeah. client. But then I thought to myself, oh, like, I love the hospitality space. Like, what's one more? <laughs> and then, you know, my one of my interns, who like God bless her signed a client like herself like wow. an yeah, intern wow, that's awesome. and and it's kind of like oh like I have this you know plumbing business that wants to sign on with us like you know I gave them your details hope that's okay and what am I going to say no yeah. like yeah. my intern has just gone above and beyond yeah, to like 100%. get a that's client. the type so, of employer you want you right? know it's absolutely awesome. I mean you touch on a thing that I think affects all businesses is at what point at, do you yeah. expand exactly. enough to take on it's that, real hard and i didn't i didn't anticipate that for you know a business that's only been alive for 3 months so i think that would be and it, I mean, it's a it's a nice problem to have. Yeah, great oh, problem sure. to have. So I'm not taking it for granted at all. Um, but I think that's been the biggest challenge so far. Mm. Kind of learning or kind of trying to have that conversation with myself, where you know, at what point do I need to take it to that next level and hire someone, um, or you know, at what point do I need to. Yeah, like whether it's start you know start a new internship program yeah, or. Um, 
yeah, ex- how can I, like, where's the where's the line where I need to expand the business the next way and what is that? What does that yeah. look like? So, yeah, that's, I think, the biggest challenge so far. But I'm not complaining about it. It's a nice, it's a nice challenge to have. to have. I mean, just as a side note, we're going to put Paulina's details in the show notes <laughs> for anyone who's looking for a social media <laughs> marketing manager. Open, They're open for business. <laughs> I, I, I think it's really hard because, I mean, we have the same issue in, in the mortgage world. It's yeah. like you help these people get into their homes and you feel so connected to them. But when you're dealing with such a large load of clients coming in, you know, you need to lean on your support staff to actually take their file through. And, you know, you usually do the initial meetings and the calls, but at some point you have to let go a little bit. Otherwise the client suffers because they're not getting the love. You're doing the best thing for them. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, well, I think, that about does it. Um, I think it's been really good, Paulina. You've given people a yeah, lot of so insight. We've finished already. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't it fly <laughs> when you have having fun? I think we've still got some pizza left over there. Yeah, there's some pizza some left over. But, uh, <laughs> the best yeah, pizza in Scotland, I think. Then, so. I think <laughs> Really, it's been good to to show people, obviously, your tips um, for social media, but just get an insight that if you're out there thinking about making that leap, you know, just do it. Do it. Just Just do do it. it. And you know what? Back yourself. If if it doesn't work out, you can still get a job. That's right. 100%. it, just do it. If it, like, what is literally the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. It doesn't work out. Your business stops. You update your resume and you go and find a job. Like, yeah. and you're so you richer to- in life experience as well. You know, exactly. you, you get that soon. Um, the only other thing I guess we've got to touch on, Paulina, before you go, is you've had some uh, good news recently. <laughs> a, a big oh, yes, life event of gonna... yourself. Um, <laughs> Give us the give us the rundown. What happened on your recent <laughs> holiday? I just got back from Samoa. Samoa. Newly yeah. engaged. Wow. Which is very Woo! exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, guys. I yeah, have been holding my breath for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I told my Blaine's a good guy. I told my boyfriend, now fiance, we just had um our seven year anniversary wow. in May. And I said to him, if we we got to our eighth year anniversary and we weren't engaged. We wouldn't have an eight year anniversary. <laughs> oh, that poor bloke. So, <laughs> um, He's had the hard work put on him. <laughs> luckily, I didn't have to wait too much longer. So, And Paulina will be um, having a massive wedding and will be one of our new clients for wedding and uh, personal finance. So if and there's hun- anyone and, else and out there she needs in Paulina's shoes or any blokes who have been put it on them, they're forced to propose and need some money for a ring, come and chat to us. Very uh, nice plug there, Because we, we can help out as well. So, no, we're stoked for you, Paulina. Thank and, you. Um, very, very happy you for so you guys. It's going to be awesome working with you going forward. And thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank, Thank you so you. much for Thank having me. Much. I had the best time. Well, that'll just about do it for another episode of That'll Teach You. Thank you for Paulina to coming on. I think it was a really good episode for... All our listeners, you know, those who are thinking about starting their own business and want to know how to get out there on socials or anyone in that industry that that wants to learn how to progress that type of business. Yeah, indeed, Pat. And um, yeah, thanks to Paulina. Um, Anyone out there that wants to get in touch with her, um, her business, The Social Edit, we'll put their information in the show notes. Yeah, or if you want to uh, get in touch with us, ask us questions, give us a new topic, reach out to us on our socials as well. But outside of that, we'll wrap it up with a big thank you to our team, Sam the Lighting Man, our producer Carter, 
And most importantly, thank you to you, George. Oh, thank you, Patrick. Don't forget our listeners out there. Thank you to all the listeners. Of course, I'll never forget our lovely listeners. They've got to remember that uh, that'll teach you. That'll teach you.